Hello, Mama. So excited to be here with you. I got a little heater in my office, and it's just um, a game changer because it's always so freezing If you in here. If you heard me, I don't know, a few episodes ago, I said I had like eight layers of clothing and blankets on. And so now I just have a little heater, and it's the best. I'm feeling so happy. The sun is shining outside, but this office is just so cold. So I'm in my happy place. I hope you're in a happy one as well. Um, I'm feeling like I've been missing you guys. I wasn't able to record any episodes last week because my kids were sick and I was fighting some things so my throat wasn't 100%. Anyways, I'm back. I'm excited. (laughs) Ready to go over here. So today we're going to continue our series on the new year as... um, you know, most of you, we're in a secret little mini series on New Year's and making plans and what that all that looks like. And I just am doing this because I love it so much. I love goals and plans and dreams. And I hope that you've been inspired and equipped to dream again, to, to make plans, to let yourself uh, just think, see the possibilities of what can be and what God might want to do in and through you. And today we're going to talk about how to choose um, or ask God for a word for the year. Probably a lot of you have heard of this concept before. It's pretty popular um, in churches now or the Christian traditions. Um, I've heard a lot of people talk about it, but I just love it. And so if you haven't heard of this before, or if you haven't done it in a long time, I encourage you to lean in and get excited. It's just this like really simple way to um, allow God to speak into your year and it kind of directs all of your paths for the whole year. So I'm excited to share that with you, how I've done it, how God has used it in my life, and I hope that it will inspire you as well. Uh, But hey, before we jump in, I just want to remind you, if you've been hanging around here for a minute, uh, please just take a minute, pause this episode, and leave a review. If if these episodes have impacted you in a positive way, if you've been changed, inspired, uh, equipped, whatever it is, um, it helps me so much when you do that. I spend so much time pouring into this free content. And so if, you know, a lot of you are like, how can I thank you? I love this so much. The number one way you can thank me is just by leaving a review on Apple podcasts. So leave a start and a written review and it just helps more mamas find this show. Um, it encourages my heart. So thank you for everyone that has done that. And if you haven't yet, now is your time, pause this episode and do that real quick and then come right back. Um, but thank you for all of you that have, uh, it means so much to me. Can't, can't tell you enough. Okay, but without further ado, we are going to jump into today's episode. Let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. All right, Mama. So we're talking about how to get a word for the year. And 
This is just something I love to do every year. I, I heard about this concept six years ago, and it was really fun actually like going back to my old journals. I had taken some pictures, and I encourage you to do this too. Um, whenever God does something big in your life that is like a wow moment, or like he so clearly opens a door, he so clearly speaks to you, he, he does something miraculous in your life, uh, first of all, write it down, journal it, and maybe you could have a specific journal just for that. But what I have done so far, um, I've tried to have those specific journals and I just can't keep up with it. And so I put it in my normal journal and, but then I'll take a picture of it so that, and then I start a little, um, album on my, you know, iPhone. That's all of the pictures of the ways that God has spoken and the big things he's done. And so then I can just easily, like when I, my faith is down or I'm trying to remember something like, wait, didn't God speak about this? And it's crazy how fast we can forget like these huge God moments. We feel like in that moment, how could I ever forget this? I'm going to remember every detail of this. This is you know, it's so amazing, but we do, we forget about it if we don't write it down. And so make sure that you write that down if, um, you have those moments. And then, um, yeah, like I said, I take pictures and put them in a little, um, album on my iPhone so that I can go back to them. So I got to go back to these ones. Um, cause I remembered when I first, heard about this concept of asking God for a word for the year. There was just some big God moments around this. And so I got to go back and read those those parts of my journal. And it was just so cool to see where I was at, um, to see how far I've grown since then. Um, and just to be reminded of what God did. And I, again, I was like in tears blown away at what he did six years ago. So make sure you're recording all of these, these ways that he shows up in your life, because not only do you need it, but you also need to pass those stories down to your kids and, um, people you mentor and just, yeah, we can't forget these moments. So all that to say, six years ago, I looked back in my journal. I heard about this concept of choosing a word for the year. It was like the first time I'd heard about it. I know it's a super uh, popular, I don't know where it started. I tried to kind of look up the origin of it and I didn't really figure anything out. Um, I'm sure you could find it if you look for longer. I didn't go too in depth, but I, you know, it's, it's super popular in Christian circles to um, ask God to give you a word for the year. And it's just one word. It's not a sentence. It's not, um, uh, even a verse. You can ask God for a verse for the year. That's great too. But this right here, what we're talking about is just one word. Um, and this word is going to just be with you throughout the year and guide you. And so if you hit a point where you're like, I don't know what to do, or I don't know what God is speaking to me, or I feel kind of lost and disconnected, you can kind of, it's almost like a North star for the year as you go back to that word that God spoke and it kind of, kind of get you back in alignment with what he's trying to do in your life. And yeah, so I've just loved this. I've done it every year since then. And every year there's just been a different thing that he's spoken, a different way he's used it in my life. And it's just been incredible. And so I'm going to just talk through like the first time I chose a word and what happened and how God did that. And so that can help you maybe go through this process for yourself. So the when I learned about this concept, I was very new to um, hearing from God. I didn't really, I had grown up in the church, but wasn't familiar with the idea that God really spoke to us, um, wasn't familiar with really the Holy Spirit in general. Um, I had always known about Jesus and, you know, probably heard generally about the Holy Spirit, but it wasn't emphasized in the backgrounds that it came from. And so, you know, the church that I'm at now, um, they are led by the Holy Spirit. And it's been so incredible to get this extra component of God that I feel like I was missing for so many years. And I don't know about your background, but I know um, a lot of churches either have an overemphasis on the Holy Spirit where everything is just um, 
all about God's voice and, and they even sometimes stray away from the Bible because it's all about just the, the fresh revelation that the Holy Spirit is speaking. And, um, you know, if, if you've been in those traditions, there's also like banners and barking. I have not experienced this. This is what my pastor always talks about. He grew up in one of those kind of churches. And so it goes to the far end where it kind of gets a, a little weird. Um, you know, people are waving banners and dancing in the aisles and, and not that there's anything necessarily wrong with that, but it, it sometimes is too much of an emphasis. And then there's an underemphasis, which I think is even more common, um, at least in the U.S., where people don't really talk about the Holy Spirit. That's kind of how I grew up um, for most of the places that I was in church at. And they don't talk about the Holy Spirit. They don't um, talk about listening to the voice of God. Um, and it's just kind of this, the, the person of the Trinity that isn't really, it's kind of like left in the closet, if you will. And so, um, what I love about my church is they really aim to be in the middle where we are, you know, founded, foundational on the word of God. That's the main way that he speaks. And we try not to make it weird so that people that are new believers or or have never, um, been in a church, never found Jesus, that they don't feel weird, um, by it. And, but we still, invite the Holy Spirit in to change and move and speak. And so that's kind of like where I've tried to land myself and I've, you know, ebbed and flowed over the years. But, you know, when I learned about this six years ago, that was like when I was really just kind of doubting a lot of this. I I believed that God could speak and I was really excited by that, but I really doubted that he could really speak to me. And I wasn't so sure about that concept. So if you relate to that, this, this episode might encourage you. Um, and so my, one of my friends at the time, she's so incredible. She told me about this idea of praying and asking God to show me a word for the year. And, um, so she told me about it and I was skeptical and kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to hear anything, but I was excited to try it. And so, you know, I went and I tried it and I asked God, like, what word do you have for me this year? And I heard the word C. And I thought that was like kind of a weird word. I was like, uh, okay, I don't know if this is God. It seems a little odd. I don't understand it. Um, I, and, and even like, and I, I still feel this sometimes, um, I kind of almost felt like if I believed it was from God, it was kind of wishful thinking. Like, yes, I want to believe that I heard from God, but maybe it's too good to be true. Maybe God wouldn't really speak to me in that way. And so I kind of wasn't sure. I didn't know what to make of it. And so I told my friend about it and, you know, she'd kind of been practicing hearing from God for longer and had a little bit more experience. And she said, okay, that is God. Just ask God to confirm it and ask him to reveal what it means. And so I did that. I was like, okay, I will try that. Um, and I asked God to confirm it and help me understand it. And I honestly didn't really think that I would hear much. I didn't think that I would have much clarity or understanding about it. But the thing is that God does speak. Um, the Bible talks about it all throughout scripture, but one of the, my favorite verses is John 10, 27. It says, my sheep will hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. And so it talks about how like we, you know, the Bible often describes us as God's sheep, which is sad sometimes because sheep are really stupid, but we honestly, with our, uh, hearts of rebellion are pretty stupid too. So I get it, (laughs) but it says that we're going to recognize his voice. So that means he's speaking to us. It means that we have the ability to recognize it. And just like a a sheep and a shepherd, like the sheep know the voice of a shepherd. It's kind of like your dog, right? Like, cause we don't, most of us interact with too many sheep these days, but you know, your dog knows your voice. And, And when your dog hears your voice call for him, he comes to you. 
And if someone else called for him, he might not come, um, even if they called his name. And so it's, it's kind of the same thing. Just like our, our dogs know our voice, we should know the voice of God. And if you don't feel like you recognize it, it's just because you haven't practiced it. And, and the best way that you can build on that is reading his word because that is the main way that God speaks. And for any of you that are kind of newer to hearing from God and you're not, you're maybe you're a little skeptical and you're not sure, or maybe you just haven't practiced it. Maybe you've had a bad experience and someone told you, um, something that was supposed to be from God, but it did not seem that way. Like I know I've heard so many stories about, you know, one person feeling like God told them to marry someone else. And that other person was like, uh, heck no, I'm not marrying you. And you know, there was like a, a shame put on them and a pressure put on them because they, the other person was like, well, God said it. And let me tell you, if the other person doesn't feel that way, it's not God's voice. <laughs> and so maybe you've had some kind of bad experience, maybe that extreme, maybe less extreme, but you know, either way, it's, it's still, I, I hope that you will lean in and just be curious about what God might want to speak to you today. And I think I've done a lot of episodes on this, so go back. I wish I had them listed for you, but go back and look for um, just how God speaks. I know there was a really early one. So if you go to like um, probably before episode 20, probably like six or seven, I talked about how to hear from God. And so you can dive into that. But I promise you that you hear from God more than you realize. Um, you know, some of the ways that we just don't even recognize it sometimes that it's God's voice is, you know, if, if you are reading the Bible and there's a verse that just jumps out at you and like hits your heart in a funny way, that's God. That's God speaking. That's the Holy Spirit. If you are worshiping and you just get so emotional, you don't know why you can't stop crying. You feel so hopeful. You feel so excited. You feel just full of peace that doesn't make sense. That is the Holy Spirit. He's speaking to you through the worship. Um, if you're listening to a sermon and it feels like the pastor is just speaking directly to you and you're like, wait a minute, how do you know what's happening in my life? How do you know what I'm feeling? That is the Holy Spirit speaking to you. So this happens more than we realize. Um, if, if you're not used to watching for it, it would be hard to recognize that. But all those things I listed are God speaking to you? And so you do hear from God. Um, so I want you, if, if you're kind of doubting this and you're not sure, I want you just to pause this and think of the last time that um, you were, if, you, if you've been reading your Bible lately, think of the last time that a, a verse just jumped out at you. And I want you to think through that. And I want you to write that down. That's one of the ways God spoke to you. Or, or if you haven't been doing that, maybe think of uh, a time in, when you're worshiping him that he spoke to you or a, a sermon. So one of those three, those are kind of like an easy place to start. Sit down and write about the last time that happened to you and 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 what you were feeling and thinking. And, and then look and see. And that was what the Holy Spirit was speaking to you. So for all of you too, and then you can come back here, but for all of you that are newer or, you know, wanting to kind of refine this ability to hear from God, the, the four ways that we can really test if something is God's voice, because we do need checks and balances. There will be other voices. Our voice gets in there. The enemy's voice gets in there. Like there's, there's so much that can get in there. Or even like I've heard a joke about like, you know, if people have dreams from the Holy Spirit, which are called prophetic dreams, you know, they, they ask themselves, okay, was that God or was that the cheeseburger that I ate? Right? Like, 
<laughs> our diet can, can give us weird dreams or make us feel funny things. So here is kind of some of the ways to test if this, what you're hearing is from God. So number one, the main way that he speaks, like I said a minute ago, is through his word. So the Bible is the main way that he speaks. The word is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. So our, the Bible is, is, it's not just uh, something, a book that was written a long time ago. It's not just so we know the rules and the laws of God. It is for that, but it's also active. Like it's, it's this crazy thing that happens that when you read the Bible with the Holy Spirit, he makes it come alive to you personally. And so I could be sitting next to you on the couch reading the same passage of scripture and the Holy Spirit could speak something completely different to me than he does to you. And then we could do it again a month later, and those same passages would mean something completely different to us, potentially. So it's it's not just a book that was written a long time ago. It is the living and active word of God. And so the best way to hear from God is to be in the word. Not only is he going to speak to you through it, but you also need to know its contents in depth to really, to better hear from him and to better even discern if it's God's voice. Because number two, the way to test if it's something is from God is his voice will never contradict the Bible. And so if you don't know what the Bible says, it's going to be hard for you to know if something's going against his word. And so you need to make sure you are in the word daily so that you can better hear from it and better know what his word says. Uh, my son right now, he's four years old, and um, I, don't, I don't know where this kind of came from, but he started talking about how God was speaking to him. And I love it. It's so cool. Um, I think it's great for kids to learn how to do this. We just need to be equipped to lead and guide them in it because uh, it's something that easily, if we're not uh, on top of, we don't know enough about, could lend to them, you know, being taken off course or, or, or believing something that's not accurate. So for example, my son comes to me and he says, mom, God told me to do the dishes. Now, <laughs> I think he heard something in Sunday school and they were talking about how God might have you do the dishes for your parents. And so this is, every time he tells me God's speaking to him, it's always that God said to do the dishes. So <laughs> one day, like the first time he brought it up, it was like, yeah, that's great. Come help me do the dishes. That's perfect. I love that. Um, but then there was another time that he said, okay, mom, God told me to do the dishes. And I said, okay, bud, well, here's the thing right now is bedtime. You're supposed to be in bed right now. You came out of bed and God is not ever going to contradict the Bible his word. And the Bible says that you need to listen to your mom and dad and mom and dad say that it's bedtime. It's not time to do the dishes. And so I don't think that is God speaking because God would not go against what mommy and daddy have said. And so I get to teach him in all of this, but we do have to be on top of it to make sure we know how to guide our kids in this, because if they come to us with something and we're like, uh, that doesn't sound right, but I don't, I want to have faith in you. I want to, I want to believe that you're hearing from God. Then, then we could allow them to be deceived. And so we got to be on top of it and know God's word, know how to direct them, know how to help them, um, weed through those, those thoughts they're having that they, you know, might think are God. Um, and so we need to do the same for ourselves, our kids and ourselves. So we got to be in the word. I always emphasize that, but it's so crucial. 
So God's, God's voice will never contradict the Bible. It also will never contradict his character. And so that's another reason we need to be in the Bible and reading daily is because we need to understand his character, who he is. And so maybe there is something that, you know, doesn't directly contradict the the specifics that are in the Bible, but it goes against who God is. And it, 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 you know, is doing something unloving or is doing something, um, disrespectful or, you know, whatever that might be his word, his voice will never go against the character of who he is. And so the best way to know his character is to spend time with him, to, to meet daily with him, to talk to him, to listen, to read his word. Okay. So number one, the main way he speaks is through his word, the Bible, his voice will, number two, his voice will never contradict the Bible and his voice will never contradict his character. Um, and then number four, uh, the way to test if you're hearing from God is to go to trusted mentors. It is important that we don't just hear, um, on our own, but we're doing it within community. That's how God made us is to be in the body of Christ. And so you need people in your life that you're going to be able to go to, to ask like, Hey, this is what I think God is saying to me. What do you think about that? And I've done that so many times with uh, different things that I felt like God was telling me and I was kind of confused about it. And, you know, confusion too is kind of a, a yellow flag because uh, confusion is not from God. The, God is not the author of confusion. That's the enemy. And so if you're confused, something is off, whether it's, um, you know, your own thoughts uh, adding into what God said or the, the thing that you think God said isn't God at all. So confusion is, is a, definitely a flag that you need to go to a trusted mentor. And I've done this many times where I've gone to my pastor and said, Hey, I feel like this is what God is saying, but I'm, I'm confused on this. And she's just helped talk me through it and guide me and, and helped me understand. And, and, and God asks us to do that. And so make sure you have those people in your life that you can go to with this kind of stuff. And that's why we need to be in the church. One of the reasons, many reasons that we need to be in the church, but that is one of them as we are not made to do this life alone. We need to be in a body of believers. We need to have leaders in our life that are speaking into us and that happens in the church. Okay. Now, a couple of ways, if you just want to grow in this, in this area, a couple of books or Bible studies, I suggest, um, first of all, right now I'm actually going through a Bible study by Priscilla Schreier called discerning the voice of God. It is so good. Um, it's just, just laying a really great foundation for, um, just me to understand better how to discern God's voice. And I've read other books on it and, um, you know, heard a lot of sermons on it, but there's, there's just some beauty in how she explains it and the way she walks you through it. That's really equipping me to better articulate and understand how to recognize God's voice. And so I highly recommend that. Um, it's, it's great too, cause it's an interactive Bible study where you get to like write in, you know, your answers and yeah, she, she makes you think. So highly recommend that Priscilla Schreier, the Bible study version, because I think there's also a book, but I'm doing the Bible study version of discerning the voice of God. Um, another really just great solid book that um, just even my pastors really recommend is, and I've read it, it's phenomenal. It's called The God I Never Knew by Robert Morris. And uh, my pastors again and again just say like theologically it's very sound. And so that's a really great place to turn to if you want to understand more about how to hear from God. Um, and if you use the U version app, uh, the Bible app, they do have a Bible study version of the, uh, that book, the, the God that I never knew by Robert Morris. So you can check that out. Okay. So anyways, back to my story, right? 
I'm trying to, I'm new to this. I don't know all of these things that I just shared with you. I don't know how to quite hear from God yet. I've, I've never really tried it. I'm in a lot of doubt that God would really ever speak to me. And so I, I feel like I hear this word see, and I'm ask God for clarity on that. Like my friend suggested, I ask him to reveal, to confirm it and to help me understand it. And so I asked him that, but I didn't really, like I said, expect that much would happen. I, I just wasn't sure. I'd never experienced that. So very shortly after this, I don't know if it was the same week or the same month, but I go to one of our uh, evening church services. So once a month, we have an extra church service at, at night. And this is kind of just where we are a little less uh, structured. We really just lean into the voice of the Holy Spirit. We let the Holy Spirit kind of guide and lead what we're doing. And, you know, I go there and I always love these nights. We get to worship extra long. It's just a beautiful night. And so I go just excited to be with God. And, you know, on these nights, a lot of times the Holy Spirit will speak a lot and the prophetic will flow. And so um, my pastors will often have, you know, just different words for people. Like they'll, God will speak to them something to encourage someone um, about an area they're walking through that my pastors really don't know what's going on, uh, but it's just something God is dropping in their heart. And so, you know, I'm, I'm at the, the movement. It's called Movement Night. If you live in Orange County and you're not plugged into a church, Come check out ours and make sure you come to Movement Night because it's so powerful. So I was at this Movement Night and the, the worship is incredible and I'm just, you know, feeling God's presence and it's so beautiful. And I, I had never been the recipient of one of those words that my pastors would get for random people. And I just always, I, I would cry for those other people when that would happen because I just, anytime I, I see God moving, it just impacts me in such a deep way. And, um, you know, oftentimes they would be sobbing as the pastors are speaking to them and, um, I would just sob. And so I, I, I looked forward to those moments, even when it wasn't about me, I just loved seeing how God was speaking. But this night, as I'm waiting for confirmation on this word, God spoke to me. And so through my pastors. And so my, my, my pastor said, Brittany, I, I feel like God said to me uh, this verse, Matthew 5, 8, which is blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Oh my gosh. I heard that. Well, first of all, just, she's calling on me and my heart is racing and I'm like, oh my gosh, I get one of these. Um, and, and then I hear the verse and the word see, there it is. This word that I was waiting for confirmation on from God to, to see if he was really speaking to me. There it is. Blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. And she went on to say, not only will I see God, but that God will help me see for other people and that he'll help me figure out how to hear God's his voice more and that it's one of my gifts. I mean, I, and this is paraphrased, obviously, this is what I remembered after the night, but I was just sobbing. And also, as I heard this, I was like, no way in the world. I can barely hear one word and I, I completely doubt it. How am I going to see and hear for other people in addition to myself? She must be wrong. She must have me confused with someone else. This doesn't make sense. But I received it and was hopeful, right? That, oh, maybe this is true. Maybe someday this could be true. Thinking kind of like I was saying, like that kind of wishful thinking, like, uh, this seems too good to be true. This couldn't possibly be it. But I knew one thing for sure, that the word C was confirmed and I was just blown away that God had really spoken to me. And now years later, I look back on this and 
oh my goodness, that I can help other people see God and hear God. That's like what I'm doing with my life right now, like both within my church, but even specifically in this season, especially through Morning Mama and the Academy. And I'm getting to help you hear from God and help you dig into his voice. And so it's just like, it blows me away that God spoke that into me all those years ago. And at that time, literally, I could not imagine a reality where that was true. And here we are six years later. So be encouraged. Like God speaks. And when he speaks it, it and you know, it's him that is going to happen. It doesn't matter how many years it takes. It doesn't matter how impossible it feels like he will fulfill his word. And for me, that, that whole year really kind of marked the beginning of this journey with God and really seeing him. Um, and I was just taking the whole year, just these little baby deer steps. You know, if you imagine, I feel like I use this analogy a lot. It just always pops into my mind. A little baby deer being born and they're, they're trying to get their footing and walk and they have those long skinny legs and they're just kind of awkward at first. And so this year marked the beginning of that where I was learning how to hear from God and learning how to trust his voice. And there were some other prophetic words from people that were spoken to me that year as well. And that was really my first year of seeing God in a new way. And it has marked me forever. And really now when I go to these movement nights, I'm not like hoping and praying that I'll get a word through on my pastors. Now, for a while I was, and I was like, I, I want one of those. I want another one. Um, and, and I still love when those moments happen. They're powerful. But now I know how to do that myself. I've learned how to, to self-feed and how to hear from the Holy Spirit without that, that middle portion. Because I think a lot of us think that pastors and, you know, leaders, they, they, they hear from God better, like that, that God has a special connection with them and God's going to speak to them more. And that's just not true. Now they might've practiced hearing God more. They might have uh, dug into his word more so that their, their ears are more in tune with his voice, but he's not going to speak to them any more than he's going to speak to you. And so if you practice this and dive into his word, you can get that very same thing on your own. And so that, that, that year was, uh, God kind of guided me with this word C and every year God's done just a completely different word for me. And each year it's just led me again, back to like North. So one of the years my word was walk and, um, you know, I played out in a lot of different ways, but I remember one specific example of, I, I can't remember the specifics of the season, but I wasn't feeling like I wanted to serve in a certain capacity. And I didn't really want to step back into a role that I had been filling. Um, but I just, just really felt convicted. God reminded me of my word walk. He confirmed it through a verse that I was reading. And I just felt like I need to step into this role. And then after I decided that there was some extra confirmation from someone else reaching out in a specific way. And all that to say, like God had me in that role in that moment for a very specific reason. And funny thing too, is I, part of my concern of taking on that role is I just didn't want to be in forever. I knew it wasn't like specifically what God called me to in the church. And so I just didn't want to be in it forever. And I was worried if I said, yes, it would be hard to get out of it. Um, but funny thing is like, first of all, God's always going to take care of us. So either he had me there because I needed to build a strength in there, you know, and, and that he was going to use it, even though it wasn't my end, I'll be calling of what to do in the church. Um, or he did something like he did with me in this season. And it was just for a season. And literally, uh, I think four months after I took on that role, COVID happened and com- 
everything was completely derailed and this rule didn't exist anymore for a, a while. And then I think I got pregnant and had a baby. And so by the time that it was, you know, time for that rule to be happening again, I was about to give birth. And so all that to say, like, God took care of me. He, he called me to that. He knew the plan and he had good in that plan. And so make sure you're trusting God's voice um, and that you say yes to it. And so that's just one, one example of how um, a word has led me. Another example is um, this year, my word is hope. And I kind of was talking to God about this and saying like, God, I don't really understand this word. I'm, I'm pretty good at hoping. Like I, I hope for so much and I already have so much and like, there's just so much you're doing. And I kind of leaned into it and was reminded that there's some areas in my life that I've, I've I've given up hope. Not, not like I'm in despair, but I'm like, I'm comfortable here. I'm good. This is fine. We don't need to mess with this. And God was just saying, Hey, you need to start praying about this. You need to start hoping and dreaming about this again. Um, and it's just crazy. Just even in one month so far of this year, what he has already done in terms of hopes that I had long ago, words that he's spoken over my life, he's already confirmed and it's, it's been, um, happening. And these were things I stopped hoping for, but here he is resurrecting these hopes in me. And ultimately my, my, the core of my hope is in him, but there's some specific areas he's called me to that I I had let go of. And so that's, that's guiding me in terms of hoping again, in terms of how to pray. And so wherever you're at, whatever season you're in, God has a word for you for this year. So get in a quiet place, turn on some worship music. If that helps you just get into complete silence. If you're like me and you just need silence and, you know, maybe first start by reading the Bible, just, you know, start to, to dig into his word and then, um, ask him, say, God, what word do you have for me this year? And maybe he'll reveal it reveal it through a verse that he gives you. Maybe he'll reveal it just through a a still a feeling in your gut. Um, maybe a whisper, like whatever that is, maybe it's a word from someone else, but he will give you that word and then ask him just to confirm it. Ask him to reveal that that was his voice and to confirm it because he will be faithful to do so. So I hope this excites you, encourages you, make sure you get that word. It's so good to look back and see what was my word that year and how did God use that? All right, let me pray for you. God, I just thank you for the women that are listening. God, I thank you for how you want to speak to them, God. I thank you that um, they're just each and every single one of them, your daughters, that you love so intimately. You know everything about their lives, God. And you want to speak to them directly, Lord. And so, God, I just pray you would equip them um, for hearing from you, God. I pray you would help their ears be open to your voice, help their eyes be open to see you, God, and to see what you want to show them, Lord. And I just pray, God, um, just for uh, that they would be disciplined in terms of equipping themselves. They would dive into your word, God. They would uh, dive into the church, God. They would um, make sure they, they find mentors to speak into them, God. And through their discipline and their active uh, searching of you, God, that you would speak to them, God. We just praise your name for your goodness, God. Wow, that, that you would love us so much that you would speak to us. It's just crazy to me. You are so amazing. We praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, 
Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Thank you.